We're on page, on page Yud Gimel, page Yud Gimel, the Lavi Mishkan Evne. The Mechaber, the author, is explaining the difference between the difference between Emuna or Yidia B'Seichel, knowing something intellectually, Yidia B'Seichel, and Emuna or knowing something B'Chush. Intuitively, the difference between eight plus five equals thirteen, which is something we learn when we're very young. Those those um, statistics, those facts that we learn when we're young, and we know them, and then we can answer them in the middle of our sleep at any time. We know that we know that that eight plus five equals thirteen. That's not called a yidia b'chush. Hadiba Khush he was explaining but from the altar from the Vardik that when it comes to Yidiya Bakhush, it's the way that a person knows they're his hands and they're his feet. He knows that he's seeing something, that he's hearing something, that he feels every single moment. It's not something that has to be taught to him outside of himself. It's something that he knows intuitively and he feels it every moment. That if God forbid he wouldn't have his hand, he wouldn't have his foot. He would he would feel that immediately. So the tachlis, the machabah says that the tachlis of this sefer is to teach us how each and every one of us can reach a, a madrega, a level, with working hard and concentrating and practicing. That all of us are able to reach a madrega of emuna b'chush. In other words, that our amunah should not be something which is just intellectual, because as we spoke about the past few weeks, knowing something doesn't necessarily inspire you. Knowing something doesn't prevent you from doing things you shouldn't be doing that are in opposition or that conflict with that knowledge that you have. But when a person, is, when there's something bechush, look, people know that food is bad, a certain kind of food is bad, but it's still not the same thing that touching a, a hot stove. It's different. Person stays away from a hot stove, from food that's not so good. No, if he has a taiva, because the difference is that he feels the the heat of the stove of the oven. That's something that he feels. He feels bechush, and because he feels the bechush, he stays. He, he runs away from it. He knows not to touch it. Even a little child learns that very early. when you tell a person some information, even though it's logical, it's rational, it makes sense to him. That doesn't necessarily mean that he. That doesn't mean that he lives with it. That he lives with it every second. That he lives with that hergish, with that awareness and that feeling. So when a person says, the last paragraph we read is in the middle of the page of Gemara. Let's just review that last kshehemuna, in the middle of the page. When emuna is on a level, it's not something which is just in the seichel. It's not just something. It's not a matter of intellect of knowing. It's not even that occasionally I have a hisiris, that I have like a good davening, or there was a good, there was a very meaningful hergish that I had by a ni'il or by shalashus, that there's an occasional hisiris for hislavus, which is all very nice. Ella, what's the tachlis of Amunna? And that's what we're going to be learning in the Sefer. Ella, tahapich lahavayis mitziusai. That Amunna becomes the essence of your life, who you are. Then you'll know when you feel emuna, when it's something which is so real to you that you could feel it, that means you're in the right direction.
And that's going to change everything in your Avedis Hashem. Everything in your davening is going to change. Everything in your learning, everything in your Tikkun Hamidus, working on your Midas, every single thing in your Avedis Hashem is going to change. How how you deal with 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 tithes, with things that are conflicting your Yerushalayim, everything's going to change. Hakoshim shenakir ba'avayda, the difficulties that we are used to having in Havaydas Hashem, einam hakoshim shahayu az, are not the same difficulties that we had then. Then meaning before we had this hergish, this feeling of amuna. So it's an entirely different world. The root of all of our difficulties in Avodas Hashem and the shirish of the merchak shalana, the distance between ourselves and Havoda Hamitis Laskar Lubarius Baruch, we're coming out to Ervashana, that we should be emis be able to daven and that we should be emis be able to do tshuva and that we should be emis we should be emis accept upon ourselves Yom Kippur and to, and to use these days of Avoida in the best way possible of being closer to Hashem our difficulties with all of that is it all comes from one thing that that Amuna that we, that we know from when we're children we're still living off the Amuna we have as when we're kids because we've had we had a couple of drushes what's different so the Amuna that we have from the time that we're children that Amuna that we recognize, Miyaldus, the time that we're children, he Amuna Shal Our entire Amuna, the Amuna that we have now as adults, that Amuna is an Amuna Shal It's the Amuna that we have from the time that we're children, which is only like 8 plus 5 equals 13. So they taught us that there's a God. And that they, he knows everything, he watches everything, and if, you, if you're bad, you get in trouble, if you're good, you get points, and that pretty much sums up all of our, you know, I mean, maybe it's a little bit, I wanted to make it so complicated, but it's a little bit more complicated than really it is for us, but, you know, that's pretty much what it boils down to, and then someone says, what about the 13 karms? says, oh, 13, okay, my shabang, my you know, whatever they told, they told me that stuff. So we might not, people might not remember if they're woken up in the middle of the night, what are the 13, but once somebody reminds you, you say, yeah, 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 I believe in that, I believe in that. But that's not something you live with. But yeah, yeah, I believe in that. I believe in that. You believe in Mashiach? Yeah, I believe in Mashiach. So what does that mean? How does that affect you? How does that change your life? Well, I, 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 uh, and every I sing Ani Mamen, Ben Um I don't know. I, I expect to live in Echisro one day. What is the real I hope that people will not die anymore. There will be no more sickness. I hope. And I believe that that time will come. But all of that, He Amunashal Yediyah. We're still talking about an amuna shal an amuna of knowing, the same way that someone taught us 8 plus 5 equals 13. Someone taught us these things about Hashem, and we know them. Vilamuna chushis, but it's not something that we feel, it's just that we know. Vilamuna chushis, shaadam chash, umakia, shaarbanishal humitsiyas gemura. To mamish feel, to recognize this and to feel this every second that Hashem is mamish a mitsiyas. Total Mitzias. He's the Mitzias. He's the reality. Not that he's somewhere, even from the time they were children. Look how Jews intuitively, people, not just Baptists, but but Jews also will say, like the you know, the Ben Shalom, you know, God in heaven, the Ben Shalom in Shemaim. And we become used to this idea that Hashem lives someplace, you know, up in heaven. 
and he watches us from heaven. Which becomes a lot easier and more convenient that when you have, when you're inside a building, especially on a lower floor, and there are a lot of ceilings and walls between you and heaven, it becomes a lot easier to imagine that there's no God with you. Instead of us saying, instead of us pointing to our hearts, our, our bodies, ourselves, and feeling every single second that the Baruch Shalom is Mamashim and Siyas that's with us and inside of us every single second. So we see people as being as being uh, real, but as far as as far as the mitzvahs of Hashem, that's why I mentioned. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago that one of the tzaddikim said that even though you're saying your whole life animamim b'unushleim, you say you believe b'vias hamashiach hamashiach. If this second mashiach will walk into the room, even the biggest tzaddik is ever go, wow, it's true. No kid, like no kidding, it's real. It's like, I can't believe it. Because even by big people, I mean, big, big, big tzaddikim, but we don't have a saga of them. For them, it would be like, I'm waiting for you such a long time. It took you so long. Of course, I mean, of course, yeah. So if the Baruch Shalom, imagine if there would be some, if there would be some way to detect some physical machine that would detect God's presence in this room, and you put the thing in the middle of the, on the table, and it starts to go beep, 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 beep. We look at each other. Look at each Oh my goodness, that's pretty spooky. But all of us are, are, are Orthodox Jews, and all we ever said is every morning. My Daniel Lefanecha Shivis Hashem Levi Sam and Meishes Chacham Yis Hashem Gvaldik Shmaiz Hashem Kesham Chad. Because there'd be a God indicator on the table that would start beeping that He's in this in this space in this room every single second. We'd all go nuts. We'd all go nuts. It's it's like of Shalom. Many years ago, I remember I was hearing he was saying he was such an actor. I was to watch him. It was like a so. Absalom was saying about that there was they opened up Shemaim and they and they let all the mason come, all the dead people to come back for half hour. And they could, whatever they whatever you want to do for half hour, you have a half hour. It was such a mice that they announced. All the mason, everybody can go down for half hour. Do whatever you want to do. So Shalom spent around 20 minutes building this up. I can't even describe how dramatic it was. We were all like, Sub Shalom was saying, so this one, this this guy runs over, uh, he runs right away to his father and his mother uh, to beg forgive the ones. This one wants the kid to say, I'm sorry, I should have listened to you. I should have felt what you were feeling. This one opens up a Nanyang from Mishnah. He says, and then they announced for Shemaim, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. This one's looking that he has to be massacring this to his wife. And every single thing. And he goes and he has to, he has to rub, he has his Rebbe for fourth grade. Two minutes. And, and Reb Shalom was like, we're all going like this. It's coming like the countdown. And Reb Shalom went, 10. They knew this. You know, 10, 9, 8. That was, and, and then he finished. I remember he finished. And he says, how everybody's running down the streets to this best matter. this issue of the chapa to the base island. And then he says, two, one, zero. And then Absalom just was quiet. And we all just sat there like shaking. And Absalom was, and then Absalom, he just said, you know how he spoke? No chapa, he says, that we have more than a half hour. What's so bad? The Vaishan gives you more than a half hour, it's so bad. But we don't have the machine with the indicator like it says, it says like like there was a friend of mine that, that the doctor told him that he has only six weeks to live. He had those six weeks. He lived. He lived three times that. 
Well, it's also not law. But the doctor said, you have six weeks to live. And he came, he told me that day, he wants to talk to me, and I went into the car, and he said to me, the doctor said, I have six weeks. So right away, I started with all the religious stuff, you know. He was very, very, very sick. And um, I didn't even believe what I was saying, you know what I mean? I was saying it, but I didn't really believe it. I mean, it was bad. So he said to me, come on. He says, Maish, you want to say maybe it's eight? Are you Polish? I'm Dover. He says, I'll live a few weeks. So he asked me, what should I work on? What should I do? Such a question. Somebody asks you. So he had a machine that had an indicator that said that was counting down. Counting down. If a person has more than six weeks, more than eight weeks, so what he's saying here is that a person should feel it. The way that we felt it, Rabbi Shalom was saying that. We were going to say, did that really happen, Rabbi Shalom? It was all made up, you know. But when you feel the emes nechush, that you feel Messias Gemura. I was once on an airplane. It wasn't a regular airplane. It was so small, this airplane. We were going to give a get. I was with a bezin going to give a get. And this lady refused to... She didn't want to get. She said, you have to come to me. She lived in an Iraiska-Afrika place somewhere out in the middle of nowhere where she lived. And she says, I'm not moving from my house. You want me? I'll, you, I'll, you can bring me to get here. So I had to take the, the, we had to go with the Bezna, with the old cipher, with the old drive. It was, we went to this plane that had only like 10 seats. I don't know. It was so small that the pilot came to bring us drinks. And, and we all said, well, what are you doing? Are you, what are you doing over here? Go back. He said, ah, it's all right. I haven't worked out. I think he came to bring us drinks. And then there was a storm. It was in the winter, but it was such a storm. I remember thinking, what a crazy way to die, like for this cat, some miserable, some miserable lady in the middle of in the middle of the, in the Midwest somewhere. I have to die. What's going to see this nervous for what? For this, for this get, it's crazy. And the old cipher's holding me. He's digging his nails, and he was, I was bleeding from him. The old cipher's digging, and and I'm and I'm sitting there. And the plane was like this, doing doing crazy stuff, like turning over, all different things. And, and you know, I thought that was on. That was it. That was it. And. And those, and those few minutes that I'll, I'll never forget, those few minutes, how, it wasn't anymore that to, that the Bani Shalom is not a Krishna, not an animam. It was the chush that I, that I was trying desperately to feel that he was sitting there next to me. And I remember thinking that, you know what, if you're here with me and I have to go, it's okay. I'll go with you, but not ki'ati imadi, ki'ati imadi. But not by myself. Ke'ate imadi. And you feel... Who is you? No, I mean, if that means if Hashem... Hashem is about to feel His presence. The presence of Hashem is about with me that second. And it was something that was so strong, how we could, we, we could almost feel, all of us that were sitting there, the pachet, we could almost feel how like, it was just set straight and everything was like, like you know, put back and... and but to have that it should be in mitzvahs to feel that not only when you when you, when you God forbid in a crazy matzah when you have when someone has a few weeks left to live law like or somebody is caught in a terrible situation like that but all of a sudden they realize that all of a sudden the whole hell like that we were talking about the first pages the whole concealment the whole game the whole the whole hellum is over 
Baal Helm is over. Can you imagine if you're in that situation and you have, you have six weeks left to live and and uh, you know you, you show up to work because you want to say goodbye to some of your at work. And you show up at work and you have six weeks left to live and you go. And, and the guy comes over to you said, and he says to you, Hey, Yankee, did you hear? I think that it, I think that we got a scoop on a certain property downtown. And, uh, are you interested? I'm like, yeah, 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 fine. It's like if somebody comes over to you in a new kipper and, you, and you're up to the fifth, Hashem will look him, Hashem will look him. And someone comes over to you and said, and asks you, did you, what do you think about the Yankees? Like, you know, like the fifth Hashem Elohim, we all love the Yankees, we all hope they'll be mitzlich. But by, when you're saying Hashem Elohim for the fifth time, when you're saying it for the fifth time, Hashem Elohim, it's like, it's, it's so silly. Because there, there's only that moment sometimes, that's the only moment the whole year where we feel Him in the room. Or else it's an idea, it's a concept. It's a Shema Yisrael, Shema Kenev, Shema Chad, and after Shema Nesra, you run out, you put your tongue away, you talk. But... But by Hashem Elohim, even people like us, by Hashem Elohim, you can feel the chush. That if somebody comes to you and tries to contradict that mitzvah, he'll say, you're crazy. Someone comes up to you and says to you, oh, I, you know, I want to talk to you about business, something very important. Any other time the guy comes to talk to you, 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 know, you listen to him. Even if he comes to you in shul, and he says, hey, well, you listen to him. But by Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, somebody comes over to you with something which is a mitzvah, which is something which is connected which is against the Metzius of the Shalom, you look at it like he's from out of space, and you just tell him, you just don't get it. You don't get it. And do you think that if a tzaddik would walk up to us in the middle of a regular day, what do you think the tzaddik would say to us with our little games that we play? He would just say, you just don't get it. You don't get it. You take out from his pocket the God indicator, the magic indicator, put on the table, the thing is going beep, 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 beep. <coughs> and it's bit because even though the cell phone goes off sometimes downstairs, but this you take with you the basement. Beep, 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 beep. And not only that, as you get older, it gets louder, just like the shayfus. It says by my medicine, it was chazak. It was getting louder and louder as as the moments passed. It was getting louder as you get older, and you start to hear it beeping louder. That a person should feel the mitzias of the and bechush mamish in such a way that mitzias gemur. He says at the bottom of the page, Misha Makir is Advar Pnima. Whoever recognizes this, whoever Makir is Advar Pnima, Be'emes, whoever thinks about this in a deeper way, Yudeish ain't kan chal chadash. I'm not saying anything new. There isn't anything that they didn't tell us. That. There's not something that's, not, that's new. Fishamanu, Elohim divi asabim in the Vadik. He says, What I've told you now, don't say that I'm making this up or there's some new approach to Yiddishkeit. This was exactly what was being discussed by the Alta from the Vatic. The name that the Alta gave it was Amuna Bechush. Belief with Chush, with sensing. And the Alta from the Vatic wrote a lot to try to bring us closer to this. This, is, this approach is held in common both by the Esmedrish of Kel, meaning the way of Musa, and then the Chatseris of the Chassidim and by Tzadikim from the Torah of Hashem. The Kudas Emunahi and the Kudah Merkazes Bavad Hashem. That the Nakuda of a person's Emunah, whether you just know about God or you feel His presence, that is the Ikid Nakuda in Avad Hashem. If you have it, you have Avad Hashem. If you have that Emunah Bechush, your Avad Hashem is totally different. You can still go to work, have a family, you eat, you go to sleep, you could, you could, you could play basketball with your kids. But, it's a, but a person who has that Amunah B'chush, 
It's altogether an under the laden, altogether a different life, a different avodah Hashem. Everything else becomes not Everything else. You could still 100% the Baruch Hashem wants you to enjoy, but but you don't forget the Baruch Hashem here, and this, that means that that's right. That it doesn't mean that you're intellectually thinking. You feel His presence. You feel His presence. That that and and that. If a person understands that the Baruch Shalom has nachas when he sees one of his children exercising and having a good time, as long as it's had there and it's the right amount and the right way, and to feel his presence enjoying it together with you, that's not something that Sadiqim spoke about. Sadiqim spoke about it. I'll give you an example, which we could say amongst men to talk about plain and partial. If it would be a mixed audience, it couldn't say it wouldn't be right. But like this, we could talk that that there, there are people that have been that are told that even a husband and wife. That they can't have any machshavas, anything machshav, only about their bainshlam. So the chayzer from Lublin said that if a person has such a, if a person thinks like that, then he's not able to be together to have children. Yeah, I don't have to explain that. So if he's only thinking about the bainshlam, he's not having any hanor. So the chayzer said, maybe there were tzaddikim once upon a time they were able to be a madragas, but by us already, the chayzer said that the ikka kavana the person should have at that time is the kavana. The thought is, bainshlam. That I want to thank you that you created a tanug, that you created this kind of a pleasure, and that you said to your children and Hasina that you want us to have this tanug as long as it's done b'derech heter and in a way that's sanuah, that's proper, and that you blessed me with a wonderful life. Not to say that's not to think about God doesn't mean that I can't think about that because obviously if you don't if you don't have any excitement then it's not possible to be together with one's wife. But the Teretz is, the Chayzer said that this machshava, that the Baruch Shalom, that you, that you, that you blessed, that you blessed us with such a talent, and that we're able to try to bring you nachas, and that there should be kavod shemayim that should come out, and that it should be tsanua. And should, of course, that's, that itself is a bigger fight to come to such a madrega. But it doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean that one has to stop one's life. It means that. One incorporate. incorporates the Bereshit. It's not embarrassing. The Bereshit should be here with you. It's not embarrassing. Those who understand this Indian, the Indian of the Yichud between a husband and a wife, know that it's the highest, highest unity that's, that a man is capable of in this world. It's the it's a dogma of the Yichud that a person has with Hashem. It's a very amazing thing. It's a very deep thing. If it's with the right attitude and the right approach, it's Kedush Kadash. It's the holiest. If it's with the, if it's for Zichalein, if it's just a selfish. If it's just a selfish physical thing, then there's nothing that could bring a person lower and could degrade and be more debasing for a man, for a woman than that Indian. That's why it's such a hard thing that when a boy becomes a chas, how many times they had this discussion, like your whole life they're telling you this is disgusting, it's an avera, and then all of a sudden, they, and all of a sudden they give me a couple of rabbis with a cup of wine under the chuppah, they make a couple of brachas, they say it's a mitzvah. <laughs> so then, you know, poor guy, like he's his whole life, he was, his whole life it's an avera, it's an avera, it's an avera. If you even think for a second, you're a rush, you're going to Gehenna. And then the next thing they're telling you is, you know, you have to, it's, it's, a, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. It's very hard. That's because we live without the Baruch We just don't have the... It's not the Baruch So if, we, if a person lives with the Baruch with the Baruch then these inyonim are not contradictory inyonim. It's because we don't live with him. We're so far away from him. So we're, we live in these capsules without him. So do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this. Now you should do this, now don't do this. I had somebody made, I had somebody who was visiting the shul last semester. In general, in the shul by semester, it doesn't get crazy. I'm, I don't like that. It should get crazy. There's no drink. I don't like the chlal. I don't like hydalus. I don't like ugliness. And, uh, 
It's it's very you have to be very careful these and 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 I don't want women wives to lose respect for their husbands to see them carrying on also, even with poor the daggers. I'm nervous about this. So so there was somebody that was visiting. It was a I knew this was going to be a problem. There was a, there was like this guy that was visiting his his kids and married the the kids the kids. Uh, uh, David in the shul, and he was coming. The father was coming. It's not good when they're visitors. I said, you know, it's not so good. So, this yid, this yid is a very, very the father is a very, very, very straight guy. Very, a real yaka, you know, a yid, from straight. And I saw already, like every now and then, I saw like, this wasn't going good. There's a little bit late son is about the Muslim, you know, simchas and then I got uh, got really something, you know, the son was not like when I was a kid in the Shtiel, it was really they took the Balmusif to the, to the street and everything with the hose, you know. No, they don't do that at all. But it was he was singing he was singing uh, he was singing Musaf like, you know, to a Gaisha song, whatever. The Gaisha song and I'm thinking, Boy, I'm gonna get it from this from this yak, but good. And sure enough, you know, the, everything's on time by then, they should be blessed. It was right after, right after davening, he said a shanda, and he, I heard the yeshul is supposed to be so nice and beautiful. That one guy makes jokes and musaf. So I said to him, "Let me show you something." So I showed him the machsa. I daven simchastayr shmeitzes. I have a machsa that has in it the minhagim of the satmar of susigin. It says, it says, look what it says in the Machsa. It says in the Machsa by Musaf, Noyagim, it says the Minig is Ksas, Leitzonis. The Minig is a little bit of Leitzonis, a little bit of funny stuff by Musaf. But he, the, he, the Sartre broke that, I don't believe it. No, can't be, it can't be. Said, the Sartre didn't make that up. Of course, the Sabrov said it, and not only that, the Sabrov. Who did he receive it from, and who did he say? Where did it come from? What does that mean? I never saw. Or I went to shul. There's such a thing that they should make litzanis. You know, supposed to be yontiv. It's yontiv and litzanis. I said to him, right now the Baruchel wants you to take it easy. He wants you to have a good time. He doesn't want you not to daven. But there's a minute that we have that goes back to very, very big in Yonim and Kabbalah that you never learned, that in order to make sure that the last few moments, after whole El, after whole El, Yom Kippur, Slichas Hashanah, Sesem Echua Hashanah, after the whole time that we have to sidestep the Malachim of us, we have to find a little bit of a detour that he shouldn't, that he sh- that at the very, very end of the whole Yom, that all, that, that even when it comes to Musa, they, they make late signs like, ah, there's no big deal, we slip that davening in the whole. That, that finished... That davening, the last davening, Musaf, the Musaf Simchaster, that finishes up the whole Elohim. But you have to do it in a way a little bit funny. So by the tzaddikim that comes out, what? Don't make it so serious, not so serious. That's why the Satan looks the other way. That's not so serious. And all the tefillahs from the whole Elohim, everything goes through. So I'm not saying that everybody has to do that. So the Yankees don't have a minute like that. You say that. I'm not saying you have to. But don't you know? Don't, don't 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 get all upset until you find out a little bit what it is. It's also an Indian kedusha. So, so why am I saying this? The point is the nakud is that the minhagim of Klai Yisrael that Eden, we don't live without the Baruch Shalom with us every second. And if it means that this second the Baruch Shalom is saying to me that this is what's good for me, then that's good for me. But to remember that there's a Baruch Shalom. Like it says by the Chassidim, they say, it says in the Pasuk, you should be God-fearing. 
So by the misnagness, Hashem like a That's like the whole. You know, that's the whole. Chamisha Chamisha Tayr as Hashem like a chetir. By the chesin, they say as mekenes and mudafes. As means to eat. About Hashem like a Just remember, there's a God when you eat. The Rishon doesn't tell you not to eat as. Hashem like a But when you eat, remember the Rishon. I went through it like the whole piece of Shabbos. Take gash, bring it. Is it into, into it's Shabbat. 100%. It's not only Shabbat. It's the whole of our lives. Otherwise, the Bible didn't have to send the Nisham into this world to be in a physical world with all kinds of Irish kind. If it was just to be in a spiritual world, we didn't have to be in this world. It's the whole Tachlis Hebriya. Is to be able to live with the Bible in this world. Like it says, Nisava Kadosh Baruch Hu Liyash Lizbarach It says in the Medrash, Hashem's desire is to dwell, to have a dear, to dwell in this world. To Labavach Rebbe Shusak and Lisa and a lichtig a dear. Not just it should be a dear, to live with them, it should be lit up nice, a dear. A lichtig a dear, but with Hashem in this world. That's what the Bible wants, a lichtig a dear, to be with us in this world. Not a lot of people think to run away. But but it's only when you when you have an emunah bechush. Otherwise, you could be fooling yourself. Otherwise, you could be fooling yourself. You could say yes, like you like you know you could you can go to any you can go to Queens College right now and sitting in the cafeteria there'll be some guy sitting and talking to some nice little girl, and you say to him, "You're from person of Yamaka here. What are you doing?" He says, "What do you mean?" The Rambam also knew secular things. The Rambam also knew math and science. So I'm uh, that's what I'm here for. What? Yeah. The Rambam knew meth. Not only the Rambam, the Vilna Gaon also knew meth. The Vilna Gaon. I see a time that the Vilna Gaon used to hang out with a girl in the cafeteria in, in Vilna College, you know, in a, you know, on a Tuesday afternoon or something. What are you talking about? The Vilna Gaon. Just the Vilna Gaon. The Rambam. You know, you, you can't delude yourself to be to be to live with the Rambam to know what that means and to feel it bechush. On page Yudalit, he continues and he says, Im hadvarim Yudalit. If anything that we're saying here so far seems to you to be something strange or new, that only means that it must be that the Yetzirah has been so successful in confusing you and hiding from you the Nekudah Hapshuta, the simple Nekudah. You could be sure, I mean, I don't have to tell this to you, know, that a lot of Rashi Yeshiva, they should live me well. If they'd be in the room listening to these things that we're talking about, there are Rashi Yeshiva that would say, What are you, how can, what are you wasting? This is, we don't have, what are you, there's a Rashi Yeshiva. I'm talking about Rashi Yeshiva, I'm not talking about guys, Bacham. So, what, yeah, what is this? So he's saying, he's responding even to big people. That if you think that this is nothing new, what do you have to talk about this? What do you have to, the Hashem is with you, what do you have to talk about? He says, it only means... That if you think this is something unusual that we're talking about, it's not necessary. It just means that Ad Kedekach is the Yetzirah been successful in hiding from you, like we said. Oilam is the word Ha'alem, to hide. It's a Nakuda Pshuta, this simple Nakuda, very crack, cause of Rabbeinu Ramchal. And the Ramchal wrote in his Agdama, the Sifra Mesil Sharm. Ramchal writes in Agdama to Mesil Sharm. Shedvarim Elu. The Ramchal wrote many Kabbalists for him, as you all know. But the one that they learned most is Mesil Sharm. And then Amchal writes in Agdama that he's going to write in this Sefer Mesil Sham very obvious things and very simple things. Right? To the, to the degree and in proportion to how well known and how this truth is and how widespread and famous this truth is, to that degree is it so hidden and so forgotten. In other words, same thing when it comes to when it comes to those let's say when it comes to a friend 
you'll, you know, a person that you know a little bit, you'll never forget to try to be polite and to be nice. If you know this person a little bit, or it's a friend. But as you become more familiar, we understand that as you become more and more familiar, it becomes less necessary to think about. That a person can walk to his house and his mother's there. Hi, Ma. If it be a friend, how are you? What's doing? But if it's, but if, hi, Ma. Doesn't need what to ask your mother, how are you? How do you feel? What do you do today? You're afraid that you can ask that she's going to answer. Right? My kids know when I'm on the phone. They know that I'm on the phone with my mother. She's living me well. They, they can tell right away I'm sitting there and I'm not saying anything. Yeah, Ma. Uh-huh. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Should be better. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. And that's, that's the grandmother. But to be able to to want to hear to be and to ask it's the, the Ramchal says that Davkin those things in life that it's so obvious that's where the forgetfulness is the greatest that's how it is it's with the husband and wife once they become familiar with each other it's with the children and parents that Davka, the one that we're with from the time of not just since we're alive the one that we're lived since since on the Shabbos were created by my Sebrachis is the Rebbeinish Lama and to the degree that to the degree that something is well known and obvious, to that degree the Ramchal says, it's ignored, it's hidden, it's concealed. And it, that's why in this sefer, in the Dabra, we're going to talk about alanakuda hapshuta biyaisish adam We're going to We're going to talk about the simplest nakuda that a person must live with. shall we're going to talk about like on level of a gersh and his guy. What does that mean? A person who converts to Yiddishkeit, everybody knows that when that person converts, he's another person. He's completely different. In halacha and in every respect. The Baruch Shalom wants us to be each and every day. That we should, it should be new. We should be new. You know, there was a Maisa that was Baruch there. That Baruch, you know, did I tell you this? I remember Baruch Be'er from Kamenist, the Shishiva. Baruch Be'er's father was very sick. And Baruch Be'er didn't leave his side day and night. He would sleep a little bit in the chair. He didn't give shiurim. He was just sitting there day and night with his father. Then his wife, the family, they were begging Baruch Be'er to go to lie down a little bit. He was going to get sick. So finally, finally, Baruch Be'er went one night. He went to bed for that night. He was, it was hot. And that night, his father died. And Rebach Be'er couldn't come back to himself. He tiny that it was his fault, that as long as he was watching and he was with him, and how could he not be there, and he didn't say creation with him, nothing, he couldn't come. Rebach Be'er locked himself in a room. He didn't come to the Gishirim. He was out of it. They told the Chavetz Chaim and Radin, what's going on with Rebach Be'er? And the Chavetz Chaim sent the messenger to go bring Rebach Be'er. And Rebach Be'er, Radin, Chavetz Chaim's calling. He went to Chavetz Chaim. He sat down and put his hand on him for her fahu. And Chavaz Chaim said to him, He says, You teach Torah. He says, You don't know that when a person does tshuva, that means he's not the same person. It's a new person. And Baruch said that the Chavaz Chaim was like he gave him like a charge into him. And he got up, Baruch and he started dancing. I'm new. I'm new. Whatever happened, I'm new. And he said that 
that my whole life I feel that Hakar Satayv to the Chavetz Chaim that he gave me that. that. In other words, what was that? He always knew that. All of us know. We've been to a million shiurim. The tshuva makes you know. Shkaya. But the Chavetz Chaim is like the indicator light again. That's the, that's the ding, ding, ding. Chavetz Chaim puts his hand on and says, Baruch Be'at, Mr. Naya. It's a brachim. He didn't do anything wrong with it every night, one night. The Chavaz Chaim knew that wasn't the way to go with him. Not with Rebbe That wasn't going to work. Rebbe was too smart. He would fend for up why he should have. But that wasn't Rebbe Barakbe. The Chavaz Chaim just said to him, Rebbe you teach Tyre, you know this Shuvah, it's Tanaya. You're ready to Rebbe and you regret it, you feel bad. The Chavaz Chaim said, you're right, you should have stayed. Only with weak people, was, then you have to start coming out to this thing. No, you didn't have to stay in Galilee. You should have gone to bed. You're right. The Chavaz Chaim knew who his customers. Rebbe Be wouldn't have gone for that. But Rebbe Be heard this, because Rebbe Be lived with the Rebbein Shalom. He lived with Halach. And the Chavaz Chaim told him, what do you thought? You'd, you'd go teach other people about tshuva? And then you yourself, you're living like that? You don't give shiurim anymore? You lock yourself in the room? The Chavaz Chaim said, the Rebbe said, that's Bechush. So all of us know that all of us know intellectually that when you do tshuva you become somebody new. But to feel mam shech ben anai, it's very hard because you come to the same old place, you sit in the same place, you see the same people. Ben anai, you have to big mam to feel that. You heard Rabbi Gadal Yeshua, the Rashi from Torah. Everybody heard of right? Rabbi Gadal Yeshua. Rabbi Gadal Yeshua was was very sick. You know, he didn't live to be old. So Rabbi Gadal Yeshua went. He had a Talmud that had a Sheva Brachas. was married in a Sheva Brachas, and his wife didn't want him to go. They know the family didn't want him to go. I mean, I used to have to go. It's a Sheva Brachas, a Talmud. So he went to Sheva Brachas. And on top of making him come, the student, not forcing the, the Rabbi Dai to stay home, but he said, Rabbi, I'm so glad you're here. You'll please honor us with, with a drush to say different Torah. So Rabbi could barely talk. So Rabbi Dai showed this is the last thing he said, Barab, this Sheva Brachas. Baruch Be'er got up and he said, uh, got up and he said, he said this, he said, it's a mitzvah to give a chasna kala, a wedding present. It's a mitzvah. It says in the Zohar Kodesh of Ayetzeh, in the Ramam says, La'alach, in the 14th paragraph, Chosavel, the word, mitzvah, midivrei, mitzvah, say midivrei, musamech, kala, a chasna, ulusadam, a chosachay. It's a mitzvah to, to be musamech, chasna kala, to help them, to give them money. They give them a gift. It's a mitzvah to smech chasan kama. And we know that the Baruch Shalom keeps all the mitzvahs. And we know that he's mitzvah chasan kama because we say in the bracha, bracha Hashem, mitzvah chasan kama. So how's the Baruch Shalom What's the gift that he gives to chasan kama? It's a mitzvah to give a gift to chasan kama. How does the Baruch Shalom smech chasan kama? So you know what he said of Gedalia. He said, by forgiving them for all their avayus, chasan kama, chazal talas, I forgive them completely for all their avayus. He says, there's nothing more precious that you can give a person than a new start than to begin from Aleph. There's nothing that, whatever happened is fafan. Nothing. There's nothing that more precious that you can give a person than a, a clean nisham. And the Baruch is giving that to us this time of the year. But if you don't feel it, then the day after Yom Kippur, the, the, an hour after Hashem will come, an hour after Ne'ilah, the same the same Irish kind, the same inyanim, the same smallness, the same silliness, the same silliness. After Neila, because it's not the chushtim. So he's saying that's why 
we have to talk about this in Yavgeshev. You know, there was a our shul's named after the Rebbe, the Eishkari, the Shampiyazetz. And there was a great Sadi Gisad Ha'olam. He was killed in Treblinka. He was in the Warsaw Ghetto. Some of you might have heard about him. The Chavis HaTalmidim. He was an exalted, exalted tzaddik. He had papers to leave the Warsaw Ghetto, and he chose to remain in the ghetto. He insisted on staying there with the last Jews. Eventually, he was taken out. His whole family was killed in front of him. And he was taken out, and he was killed in Treblinka. He wrote a diary that we have. You could buy it in any good farm store. You could buy the diary. Not only can you buy his diary, it's been translated to English, his diary. It's been translated to English. It's, it's called Tzav Viziris. In English, I don't remember what it's called. It's been translated to English. It's an amazing... I, I, spent, I spent around a year learning it with the Chavrin Shul. It's a small thing. In there. And... And there, the diary, the Pizetsna, when do you get to see the writer, like that, to see his own writings? So the Pizetsna wrote, today is my 40th birthday. I don't remember when he was killed, he was, I think he was maybe he was 50-something, the war, but it was his 40th birthday. He said, today is my 40th birthday. He says, and he wrote there in Lashon Much He says, a birthday is a day of a, of a cheshman and nefesh. It's not, a, it's not for pin the tail on the donkey, you understand? It's for cheshman and nefesh. You know, a person lives a certain amount of years in the Baruch Shalom, you want to give you more years. You know, like the Yiddah came to the Sabrov and he said, Sabrov, he says, Rebbe, I'm already 80 years old, you know, I'm an old man. Sabrov says, I'm, don't worry, I knew you when you reached 40, and, and it says, being that it never affected you, so the, don't, worry, don't worry about the Gurus. It's not gonna, nothing's going to happen to you. So, forget it. I'll tell you later, the guys. So, so the Pizesna wrote, I'm 40 years old. I'm 40 years old today. What should I be makabal upon myself? What should I accept upon myself? To learn more? That's what he wrote. To learn more? I said, Baruch Hashem, I don't waste a minute. That's not bit, right? To daven hardsig? He says, my davening, my davening is... is. And, then he, and then he wrote, ma'akabalai? Listen to this. I'm not saying the exact, it's kimat, the exact word, kimat. He says, I want to convert. He says, I want to be a Jew. I look at myself and everything looks perfect. How I look and my learning and my davening. I want to be a Jew. I want to convert to be a Jew. So what does that mean? When I first saw that, it was many years ago. You want to convert to be a Jew? You're a Yid. I mean, you're a Yid. You're like the top ten. And, and, and you know, maybe even the top one. I want to be this guy because we don't have a hasug of what it means to be a Jew. He had a hasug of what it means to be a Jew. To have a thought that's not with the Baruch Shalom. To have a, a second not with the Baruch Shalom. To have... He says, virtually this guy, I want to start again. I want to start completely fresh. That this day should be the first day that I ever came into the world. That's what he's saying. Every day Chazal tells us a Baskal comes down from Harsina, a voice comes from Hashem telling us to, to, to do tshuva, to start again, to be Bali tshuva. So, what does it mean that Hashem tells us every day to do tshuva? What tshuva are we looking for? Oh, so, you could say, Oh, I know, because last year I spoke Lashonara. This year I better not speak Lashonara. Last year I, I took something that didn't belong to me. Now this year I'm going to give it back. I'm not going to do it again. Last year I looked at the wrong thing on the television. On the, this, I'm not going to do it anymore. 
So people go their whole lives thinking that what they need to do to fix everything, they're just going to patch up certain things like we spoke about two weeks ago. They just they just have to take it on themselves some more chumrah, some more this, some more that. And they don't realize that the whole thing is off. The whole thing is off. It's not a question of, oh, this year I'm going to have only chalvis, so last year I didn't have chalvis. That was wrong with you. Oh, this year, I, 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 this last year I went to the movie, this year I'm not going to go to the movie. That's good. It says chalvis, that's good. But that's not the side of truth. That's just not it. Because you could go your whole life thinking that you're a tzaddik because you patched up this and you patched up that. But the Pizetna, who was tzaddik when he was 40 years old, said, I want to be a Jew. I want to convert. I want to become, become a Jew. So what does it mean? Tikkun HaMaisa. I want to fix what I'm doing. I want to fix my heart. Tikkun HaMachshavs. I want to fix my thoughts. Tikkun I want to fix what I'm looking at. Hakol Nachon means all that's true. We want to do all those things this year. We want to do all those things. We want to fix all of those things. Hakol Tzach Tikkun. Is there anything in our lives that doesn't need to be fixed? It's not like the Piazetzna. Everything needs to be fixed. There's leaks all over the place. Broken things, leaks all over the place. All over. But what's the beginning of Tshuva? The beginning is Litzar Mishtach, Litzar Karkais Amitis, Sha'Allah Nitan Liv Nice Binyan Mutsak. The beginning of Tshuva is I must establish a strong foundation upon which I can build. A real Yiddishkeit. And the foundation is only Yimuna. The foundation is Hashem in your life. Because if Hashem, if the light detector goes on that Hashem is in this room, then all those other things are going to begin to fall into place. If you have that Amuna and you feel it in its Bechush, everything else is going to fall into place. Everything's going to fall into place. And if you're missing it, then even though you make all these Kabbalahs and you make up all these resolutions, New Year's resolutions, it doesn't make a difference. Therefore, he says in the verse, had the verb, keep shooting. We have to talk simple. It's the foundation, it's the side of everything. If the foundation is shaky, then the entire building that we're going to build on top of a shaky foundation, the entire building is going to be shaky. It's like we spoke about. So even though you accept upon yourself you're going to try to be better this year and this and better this year and that, if the foundation of Amuna is weak, so then, then it's not going to it's not going to work later. You ever hear the expression? It's an expression that's found in Chazal. It's actually it's a mechilte in Pasha's Yisrael. Kol has chol is cautious. You ever hear that expression? They use it now all the time. When you start a new business, kol has chol is cautious. That's how they explain why you're losing so much money. Call us Khoskash. When you're having problems at the beginning of your marriage, uh, what do you don't you know? Call us Khoskashes. All beginnings are difficult. It's true. And the Badakhsim they said that if it's not difficult, if you're not having any difficulties, it means you didn't start yet. Once you start something, Bahamas is difficult. Like if you say Bahamas is not hard, someone says Bahamas is not hard. It's not hard for me to be firm. I find it very nice to be firm. <laughs> it means you never even started because there's a cloud. Call us Khoskashes. If your Yiddish kite comes easy to you, if it's easy for you to be a yid, it means you never started being a yid. Because a cloud, all beginnings are hard. So if it's not hard for you, it means you never started. But they say other things about the Siddiqim. There's another word they say. Kalas Chalas Kashas means that if you want to begin something and it, you want it to be something that lasts, it has to be kasha. You know what it means kasha? Hard. It has to be tough, strong. Kalas Chalas Kashas. You make the bottom of a building, Kalas Chalas Kashas. The, you can you can mess around a little bit on top floor somewhere if you patched up something that's not 100% up to code. 
But God forbid it from the foundation, all the way in the foundation, if it's not up to code. You see what happened with the World Trade Center, Meissen, what was going on over there? They never ever would have imagined. What do you mean? How can you be? They never would have imagined such a thing. You get the smartest people on earth building these things and making, designing these things. They never thought that if a plane lands like that, that the rest of the buildings. Are... So we all thought it's going to be a hole in the building, there'll be a couple of fires, and people are going to run away. Again, they... And then the whole building would. Like a stack of cards, like a deck of cards, the building went down. It's a pillar. It's a pillar. It would have taken longer for, for something that our kids make to go down than that building. Because there was over, over, other side, but there was a. The, Kolas Cholas Koshas means that the Haschola has to be hard, has to be strong, has to be very, very tough. And then Mimela, the rest of the building can be a building. But if the beginning is not hard, if the beginning is not strong, the beginning of a Jew, and this is how all the tzaddikim lived, is Amuna. And everything that the Yiddishkeit became was always higher floors and next levels, higher and higher laws, floors, skyscrapers. But they were all built upon Amuna, and the Amuna was the Amuna Bechush, that you're with the Barishalom here this second, he's Mamish, you feel him Mamish in your life every single second. All the rest of Yiddishkeit, is something which you could build upon that. That's that's after. So he says, The beginning, the beginning is that a person has to bring this into his mind, into his brain. And to and to what and to accept this that this is this is the way to think this is the process this is the normal way to think. That the center point the focal point of my life is Amuna. You hear that? Not your wife, not your children, not your parents, not your pranasa. Amuna. That's the that's the that's the focal point of the life of a Jew is Amuna. This is Amuna. There was a Gerich Hasid, I read a Maisa, there was a Gerich Hasid in the, in the, in the, uh, in, in the Holocaust. And, uh, you know, the Gerich Hasid in the Kos, they're very stark. This Gerich Hasid was uh, in the concentration camp. He, it was, the Nazis found out that he was smuggling things, I don't know, whatever. He was saving other Jews, basically. He didn't take for himself, he was saving lives. So the Nazis decided they're going to have fun with this Gerichosid. I still want to say, because they made the other Jews watch. The Nazis had a pit over there in the ground, and they filled it with lime, the chemical lime, and they threw this Gerichosid into the lime pit. You know, that's like a fire that eats away, burns away your, your, slowly, burns away your body with a pain that's not imaginable. So there were other Jews that survived that were there when this Chosid was thrown into the lime pit. And that that day, that day was Sukkot, first day Sukkot. And this Gerich Hasid said, when he was in life, that he was he was screaming, and he said, he said, Rabbi Shalom, you took away from me. I had a wife. I don't have a wife. I had children. A lot of children. I don't have children. Parents. I don't have parents. But now you're taking away my life. Now I won't have a life. But you. I have, you I have. And then before he died, he said this. He said, today is the first day of Sukkot, and you taught us in your Torah, that you taught us that the Lulav corresponds to the spine. Right? The Esrg is the heart. The Hadassim, 
is the eyes and the ravis, the lips. I don't have an abraminim here, but but except my spine that is now being burnt, as a lulav, and my heart is an essig, and my eyes is hadas, and my lips is a ravis, and that my sh- my shaking here in this pain is the nanum of your abraminim. You hear this? This is how he died. So then he and then he was he was like this, and then he said, Asoka, Asoka. You have to sit in the sukkah, sukkahs. So then with his last strength, he pointed, and there was smoke coming from the crematorium where other Jews were being burned. And he said, that's the Anani Akov, that cloud, let that be my schach. That's what he said. And that's how he died, Yid. Masik, such a person, a saga of Yid. That this, not not a wife, not children, not going, and my own life, but you, I have. That a Jew should be able to live in such uh, the drag of a moon, to be in such, a, to, to, in, to be able to have one's sanity at such a time, because he understood and he lived with this, that the center of your life is not your wife, is not your kids. They're very, very, very most choshev in this world, everything. But that's not in the kuda pnimis. That's not, that's not the kuda. You know, I have balitshuva that I've dealt with over the years, that were in good marriages and loved their wife. Loved them, and but because the wife wouldn't come along and do and and, and accept being being Shem uh, Mitzvahs, they left, and had the same thing. The women would leave husbands. Is that right? Is that right? Meaning, yes. She, she wouldn't. She wouldn't go to the mikvah. No, I'm saying even if you married someone, and they were. She wouldn't go to the mikvah. You're not allowed to live. With them. She wouldn't, they can't keep, they can't be any shops, it's going to be cash, she can't live together. Try to work it out as much as possible, but she wasn't coming here. I have, I have tummy them like this, that they had to, that they had to break up. I have situations of Gerim, Gary Tzedek, a Gary Tzedek left his, leaves his wife, we had one list here in the show, a Gary Tzedek. Was happily married, loved his wife, adored his wife, a young couple. She wouldn't hear from it, she's a, from a Catholic, from life, and no, he left her. You know what that is? That's dying a million deaths. To be massive, I'm a dragon, a curse. You can't do that if your belief in God is just something like an idea, like 8 plus 5 equals 13. Instead. If your body shalom is just like, our body shalom is not even strong enough to keep us from a lot of little things. But you can't, you can't do those things if you. Have, uh, I say this, and then these people, like you know, they say to me, uh, can, you know, can you give, can you give me a bracha? You know, I say, you want a bracha for me? I said, these people are, are my heroes. They're I'm unbelievable tzaddikim sakonias. The person that the intellect is not going to, the intellect is not going to be able to do that for you. The only thing they will do that for you, he says, is this That's why you just, let's just end the page. And you dial it. So therefore, Lord died by Miras Shamati. Don't just say when someone talks about a moon, Shamati. I know, I know, I know you. I have to believe in God. I know, I know. I want Aniyadeya. I know. Amrud of Atayim. Then you have a high image. A guy says, "Ooh, that's a good word. Ooh, that's a, that's a nice word. Maybe I could use a, a Shabbos table. It's a nice word." He's, the the, the Tzaddik is trying to say, "Is don't don't start with that stuff. It's a nice word. Ooh, I know this. It's good. Don't start with that." A person knows that if someone holds your nose, they and they grab and they stuff up your nose and they stuff your mouth and you can't breathe, you're going to die right away. 
so a person has to understand that Amuna is a Nishmas Chaim of a Jew. If somebody, if somebody held your head under the water, God forbid, and you were dying, and then someone came along and saved life and picked up your head, and they said, That's a good part. I know I was alive before. I know I'm alive now. I know. I know what it is to be alive now. You feel it's Mamish Yechiz. Just we take for granted, like Ramchal said. That's the Nishmas Chaim of a Jew. Shemitzias Shalamuni Nishmas Chaim Shaliyudi. Here, Shoyrish Zu, Metzias Hapshutta Shoyrish Zorachal Adam Lechias. This is not something, a vart, an idea to, to argue over during Chazaz Hashad's. It's, it's, it's the Metzias, the Chias, it's the air that a person breathes. That a person, if, if a person for one minute if doesn't have that, he can't live. That's what it means to have such a chush, a sensitivity for the, for the burning shalom in your life and for Amunah in Hashem. I bet Hashem next next Thursday is Tzam Gadai. So we meet Tzam. Okay, we'll continue next Thursday. I'm Shavik Siva, Chesim Tayvon. Good to be back here.